Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Franz. On today's show, we will have Emily Leadham in the studio with us. She's the executive director of the Lord Center. She's going to give us an update on what's happening in the Lord Center, what's new, um, and talk to us about the Gift of Hope event that's coming up. Uh, we have a. She's very excited about it. They have a really good um, talent, Ben Fuller, who's coming in, and she's telling me that he's wonderful, so now I'm going to have to go. That's what I told her. <laughs> so she's coming in. I hope you'll stick around for that because Emily hasn't been on the show for about a year. I know. I don't know how that happens. Bergwald, Dr. Bergwald's looking at me like, how, how is that possible? I mean, she's in the building. I don't know how it's possible, but, and he's just, I don't know, dumbfounded or something. Speechless. He's not- <laughs> okay. So I'll go ahead and speak. So 2022, were you, you were out sick. Was that 2021 or was that 2022? I think when I, I COVID, when that I, was 2022. 2022. I think I interviewed Emily when you were out sick. Well, that was roughly a year ago. Well, okay. <laughs> I haven't talked to her for at least a year you on the show. Again. Yes, but so she came back. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun if you can watch it on video. Um, you will see two of the brightest. Women, and I don't mean intelligence-wise. I mean oh, clothing-wise. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> you you need to watch the YouTube. We if did it, not plan it, oh, uh, but it's holy yes. Cow. It's I don't know what you were wearing. Yes, uh, bright we recorded, orange, but and she has oh, yeah. bright pink yeah. on, and it's quite impressive. That's it's probably vibrating on the video. It's like it. whoa, <laughs> good radio. Anyway. Uh, Dr. Chris Bergwald is here to give us some biblical bites with Dr. B. Yes, I am. So, Renee, what's today? Our standard opening. Wait, stop. Elise, what's today in the church year? I want to say the first Sunday of ordinary time. So are you going to say the first Sunday? You want to say that. Do you, are you going Um, to say I'm submitting final answer. Final answer. Renee, I think she's right. Really? I think so. Oh, that's too bad. Because it's the second Sunday. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Was it Epiphany last Sunday? Yeah. That's not the first ordinary Sunday of ordinary time, is it? No, there's no such thing. Oh, I hate it when you you do this to us every year, and every year you caught both Bill and I. I know. I'm sorry. I have no memory. I'm. I should have got. I should start going back and looking. So this is one of the (laughs) one of the quirks of the liturgical calendar. So actually, normally. when Christmas falls on a Sunday, it really messes with it, things. It really does. Because the last day of the Christmas season is the baptism of the Lord. Right. But this year, that fell on Monday. Mm-hmm. So when Christmas is on a Sunday, that means that Epiphany, Epiphany gets transferred to the uh, from the traditional date of the 6th to the following Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that This year, that was the 8th. But the following Sunday after that, the 15th, cannot be the baptism of the Lord. So the baptism of the Lord, the end of the Christmas season, was Monday, January 9th okay. this year, 2023. Okay. So the next day, Tuesday, the 10th of January, was Tuesday of the first week of ordinary time. <laughs> there was no first Sunday of ordinary time, but there oh. is a first, first Sunday of ordinary time. But it's always following on. So this coming Sunday, well, today, as yep. Today, as people are listening to this, is the second Sunday of ordinary time. Yeah. He got you on a technicality, at least. But it's still the. <laughs> oh, that's where we needed camera. Wait, yeah, I wish we had a camera on that so, face. <laughs> all right, now, so thank you for playing along, Renee. Do you know? Because this is a question that I don't know if Elise is as used to answering. So, what cycle are we in? Us. Uh, or what in the cycle is this? Your A, B, or C? Well, I. It's thinking C, but maybe it's A. It's A. 
It was C. Okay. It was C before. Yeah. Okay. It's so it's A. The gospel, and therefore the gospel for today is from. Uh, I just read it this morning. Oh, good grief. Mark? No. A. Matthew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have three options. It is. It is. <laughs> but interestingly, so cycle A, gospels from Matthew, but not today. The second Sunday of Ordinary Time, uh, and I didn't check, to be honest, years B and C when it's Mark and Luke. The second Sunday of Ordinary Time, we get John's account of the baptism of the Lord oh, in the sure, gospel. Oh, sure, of course. So, and I think it's because we don't get it. Because we don't get it during on the weekend. Because John is not yeah. one of the, it's cycle yeah. three. And so, when I say I read the readings today, that was this morning on a Wednesday. Right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should have remembered. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So we get John's account of the gospel. What I want to talk to you just real briefly, though, is actually about the second reading, because we start um, reading from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Oh, okay. So Corinth was uh, one of the major cities where Paul, around 51 AD, um, planted a church where he proclaimed the gospel, starts the synagogue. We read about this in Acts chapter 15, 16, somewhere okay. in there. Uh, 16, I think. Um, he proclaimed the gospel there, wins some converts, but he has to later write, about five years later, write this letter. And then as we know, at least one more right. letter. <laughs> and there may have even been a third letter that does, is not inspired in scripture. But St. Paul writes to this church to address some things that are going on. So we're going to talk about this more later, but we hear from 1 Corinthians today. Ah, thanks for that good start. Thanks. In the studio with me is Emily Leadum. She is the executive director of the Lord Center. Emily, you have not been here for like a year. I know I've missed you. Well, I get to see you on a regular basis. And then I feel like we coordinated for anybody oh, that's watching on video. Yes. We coordinated the brightest colors that we own in our closet. It is, so it's early January, yeah. almost mid-January. And both of us apparently had the same mindset yeah. today of <laughs> breaking out of the cold. Yes, we are. We need some cheering up. And so we both came in uh, literally the brightest things in our closet. My husband this morning, <laughs> he looked at me, he was like, Wow. <laughs> Is the, it is, I'm wearing bright, bright, bright pink. And I was like, you don't like it. He goes, yep. no, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> He's trying to backpedal a little He's bit. He's like, it just says like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> and mine is very bright orange. So we, we look really good together though. I think so too. Yeah, We're so kind of come a check out the today. video. <laughs> so it. Emily, we wanted you to come in to talk about, give us a couple things. So we're going to talk about how things are going at the Lord Center. It's yeah. been almost a year with the uh, changeover in the name and so on. We're going to talk about Gift of Hope, because mm -hmm. that is coming up yeah. in about a month, yeah. almost exactly a month. Yeah. Um, but first, we're going to talk just a little bit about something that's actually, depending on when you're listening to this, this is coming up this weekend. So it is, what is that, January 14th, right? January 14th. Yeah, so if Sunday you're night, right? Yeah, if you're listening to this Sunday morning, oh, it, is at, it is the 15th. Okay, so it's Sunday, January 15th at 4 p.m. Last Caller Standing is back. And the fun part is, is that Emily gets to co-host it this year. I am so excited. In part, uh, backstory, Father Andy Thuringer mm -hmm. and I are co-hosting together. And Father Andy and I kind of have a big history together. You like do? We, yeah, we did theater together in high oh. school. And then uh, one year we talked to us together and there was a talent show or whatever. <laughs> so we made up this whole 
like oral interp uh, skit about Jonah the whale or something oh, nice. like that um, <laughs> and performed it. So I just, I, I genuinely enjoy like working with him yeah. in that sort of setting. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when they reached out and said, Hey, would you want to, you know, come on and be a co-host um, with us this year? I was like, is father Andy doing it? Cause I, so yeah, I'm down. Uh, so I'm really, really excited. I think it's yeah. such a fun opportunity for people just around the diocese yeah. to get connected and to, I don't know, kind of have a rallying point, yeah. especially in the middle of January, yes. you know, when you just need to laugh and uh, yep. yeah, raise money for a good cause. Yes. Too. It's a good time. It's a good way to get to know your, our priests. Yeah. Because you see them. If you haven't watched Last Caller Standing, you see them in a completely different way, mm-hmm. kind of having fun with their brothers. Uh, it's all on Zoom for the most part, except for, of course, uh, you and Father Andy. Um, but it is uh, raising money for Lumen Christi yeah. in the diocese. And it's one of their big fundraisers for the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are opportunities. Um, if you go to sfcatholic.org slash LCS, which stands for Last Caller Standing, uh, you can find ways to um, donate, ways to sponsor a priest yeah. to give them a boost in the competition. Uh, I can't. The last time I saw something on Facebook, uh, Father Cohn I was think so because Father Cowles was yes. at the top, and then he got booted. Yeah, I think he was down to number three. Yeah, and wasn't uh, Father Doty probably because he's usually higher yeah, on the list? That's as possible. Well? Yeah. So, um, if you follow our Facebook page and Instagram, you can find uh, kind of keep up with things. So that's at SF Diocese on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but I know it a lot of fun. people are going to have a watch party. Yes. Like they're getting together as a group of friends yes. and, you know, are going to hang out and have a watch party and, and cheer on. Yeah. And, and Honestly, I've watched it every year. I don't necessarily always get to watch it live, but I think last year we watched it live. It was so much fun. Just my husband and I were watching it. Yeah. And it was so much fun to watch. And if you have a watch party with your friends, I think All that's a good way to do All it. All the better. Yeah. And I think to Lumen Christie, you know, the beneficiary of the event um, is just such a a beautiful and incredible opportunity for not only the missionaries that are serving, Mm -hmm. it's an incredibly formative year for the missionaries, but to have these people out and in our diocese and really supporting parish life, especially with our youth. It's just, it's just leaven, you know, it's just leaven in the diocese. And I think it's a beautiful thing to support. It is. Um, If you don't know a ton about Lumen Christie, just uh, two or three weeks ago, uh, we had two of the missionaries on Catholic Views um, and you could go back either on YouTube or at the website sfcatholic.org and watch that episode. That would give you a really good kind of background on what they're doing. Um, those two missionaries, uh, one in Aberdeen and one in Sioux Falls, have been doing a lot of good work. Oh, that's so, so awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I feel like I need to bring out my black paint or something and put it oh, under my eyes. Oh, that's a good idea. I need a bandana. Well, they do like, have bandanas, so you can, you can do you throw that on. Do you have camouflage that I could borrow? I do not. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I don't have camouflage I, we're, in We're my... in South Dakota. There's got to be somebody. <laughs> Someone has camouflage. With some camo somewhere. <laughs> so I will track it down and I will be in studio ready to go. She'll blend in epic. with the yeah. decor because yeah, we exactly. do transform the studio yeah. as well. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, so uh, let's move on to what's going on with the Lord Center. So as I said, it's been almost a year, and a year ago, February 13th? Yeah. Or was it like the 13th? February 11th. 11th. Last yeah, year. February 11th. You guys made the transition from Catholic Family Services to the Lord Center. Yeah. And a lot of things have actually happened. So how are things going? Yeah. And what are some new things yeah. that you guys are doing? Well, thanks for asking. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so fun, you know, when we're, when we're kind of in the trenches every yeah. day, um, to just be prompted to take a step back and, and, uh, to reflect on, wow, what yeah. is, what has God done? 
Yeah. And and uh, there's a there's that great Lauren Daigle song, like, look what you've done. And I think of that all the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not know which look one you're talking what about. You've done. You know that song? It's so good. It's so good. It's it's worth a worth a listen. But I really like it's kind of been my anthem because I just keep on having these little moments where I'm reflecting on what God has done uh, in the last two years since um since I came mm-hmm. on board mm-hmm. at, at then Catholic Family Services and obviously now the Lord's Center and just how he's moved this this ship. I always use the analogy yep. of like he's built this ship and um, there's times where I feel like it set sail and I was like swimming behind it, <laughs> trying to catch up, uh, because it just really took off this, this yeah. mission really seemed to resonate in the hearts of people within our diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a really, really joyful, um, joyful and hard work, yeah. uh, joyful experience and a lot of hard work. Um, we've really been focusing on number one, kind of building up our, our home base, which I would right. call the Sioux Falls office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is here in the Chancery building. It's just really under the umbrella of the shepherd. It's just right. under the umbrella of the bishop. And so um, that's been a an emphasis for us is to really build that home base so that then we could start expanding. Right. Um, and in the last year, we've expanded to have presence on the campus of SDSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, state championship. They're mm-hmm. state champs. Ooh, go Jacks. Uh, so uh, <laughs> to be on the campus at SDSU, which has been Awesome. I just we love college students and mm-hmm. want to continue to invest in our college students. Uh, we also have a presence now in Watertown where right. we're traveling mm-hmm. there um, on a regular basis. And then we added an additional counselor in Aberdeen right. a couple days a week right. as well. So we're just, uh, yeah, kind of building, building out, out, you know, so that's been a big focus for us mm-hmm. is um, is really the clinical work. So uh, maybe for those that don't know, we're, we're primarily a counseling agency, right. maybe not primarily, but that's a huge pillar of what we do is yeah. just one-on-one individual or family marriage counseling. Um, seeing a, a, a variety of things, we don't do uh, a lot of maybe some of those bigger diagnoses. Um, we see a lot of the yous and me's of the world, right. uh, is, is what I say. So, um, you know, people that are ready to start unpacking maybe some of their childhood stuff, mm-hmm. maybe that are coming up against a transition in life that's um, causing them some anxiety, some unrest, some fear, uh, all of those types of things. Right. We see a lot of um, individuals that are just struggling with depression that mm-hmm. just don't feel like themselves. Um, all the way to people who are in, um, you know, experiencing major traumas in life, whether that's due to grief or loss or, um, like I said, some of those transitions, right. marriage difficulties, that kind of stuff. So we really just see a spectrum of, of people, like I said, in that one-on-one counseling um, atmosphere. And then we've really worked to expand our programming efforts. Right. Right. So, you know, not everybody needs one-on-one counseling mm-hmm. or maybe that's not where they're at yet or they've done that. They want to take a back a step back from one-on-one and but still want to continue to do some, do some work, mm-hmm. um, some inner healing work. So we've been expanding our programming. We've, um, yeah, started a six-week healing series. Right. That's just been super. Um, Is that the God Who a Knocks? God Who Knocks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to come up with the right words for, for it. It's kind of rocked, rocked us yeah. in a in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just seeing what God is doing in in people's lives and giving them the opportunity to kind of in the in the sacred space, the safe right. space 
to unpack some of these things. Mm -hmm. So that's been really beautiful. And then we've expanded our grief programming as well. That's been a real legacy Mm -hmm. of Catholic Family Services under the leadership of Dr. Moran, Marcy Moran, um, that we've just been honored to continue to uphold. Things like Camp 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 Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Camp Sydney. We're doing a grief Bible study called Seasons of Hope, which Mm -hmm. starts in January or starts, excuse me, in in about a week. Uh, we launched an eight-week um, healing or, uh, grief series called Held, which is kind of an mm-hmm. evening program. We have like forty people that go through that every sem- <sighs> you know every semester, every sp- spring and fall, because mm-hmm. grief doesn't wait. Right, and so right. we've really tried to have something on a regular basis mm-hmm. uh, for people that are grieving. Yeah, um, and we've really kind of become a hub, I think of of ministry to grieving hearts, which has been beautiful. So, yeah. So we're just expanding some of those programming, you know, opportunities right now. We have a phenomenal team uh, that's so on board and that has really taken up the legacy of what Mm -hmm. Catholic family services was and is continuing to just steward that legacy into the future to, you know, respond to such a time as this and the need of our day. Yeah. We need it for sure. Yeah. It's been beautiful. Um, What are some of the things that you're hoping to do in the future? That's uh, a really, yeah, that's I, a good I think, question. I'm pretty sure you have some things in mind, um, yeah. but yeah. can you tell us about any of those that you're yeah. hoping to do? Yeah, so a couple of things um, that are just kind of in my heart. Uh, obviously, the continued expansion to mm-hmm. different places across the diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I want to be at... I don't know if Father John is listening. I want to be at USD yeah. or, uh, you know, I want to be on, on, on our college campuses. Yeah. That's a real heart that I have, yeah. um, that our, the Lord Center has. Mm-hmm. It's such a critical time. Yeah. Um, uh, I would also say a better partnership with our Catholic schools, oh, yeah. uh, which has been kind of underway, but continues to just grow and develop. Mm-hmm. So yeah, being that real partner hand in hand with our Catholic schools so that they have a solid Catholic referral source Mm -hmm. um, that is really integrating uh, a Catholic vision of the human person with Mm -hmm. what we know about the psychological sciences and all of those kinds of things. Um, I've said this before and it's just not been the right time. So I'm really, I'm trying to be patient and and wait on the Lord (laughs) in it um, while we continue to, you know, expand our capacity. But um, I, uh, there's such a need for couples. Um, uh, in a variety of ways, actually, but couples experiencing infertility, mm-hmm. couples experiencing miscarriage, mm-hmm. um, and then also just marriage support. Right. So couples that are just struggling. My my heart, my ministry background, kind of the, I don't know, the call in some ways that I feel like God has put on my life is to build up marriages. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're, we're starting to see more and more couples for marriage counseling mm-hmm. um, that are struggling with a variety of things. But I just, yeah, it's just really on the heart, I think, of the Lord Center to to step into that place. Right. Because the church has such richness to mm-hmm. offer mm-hmm. what the sacrament of marriage is. Right. The, uh, how, to, how to love your spouse. Well, I mean, there's just the, the richness of the tradition mm-hmm. around around marriage. And, and it is church. our biggest vocation. Yeah. So it need, we need to support it yeah. wherever we can. Yeah. And if you want to change the world, they change families. Yes. You know, if you yes. want to build up the world, build up marriages. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I would say that's kind of the the primary thing that's in my heart yeah. um, in what I want to do in the future, whether that's whether that's through some programming things. A couple of years ago, you might remember, we did a couples conference yep. called yep. Reckless, and yep. I just thought it we was went great. To that. Yeah. It was just great. Yep. Um, at least I thought it was great. Maybe I'm biased, <laughs> but, you know, I helped plan it. But um, I don't know, stuff like that, I think, for couples, just I continue to hear graces that yeah. came from that in, yeah. in marriages. So giving couples the space to, to dive in together, to talk about things, 
um, to probe one another's hearts. Uh, it's just, I mean, you just can't go wrong. There's yeah. such grace in that. So absolutely, I don't know what it'll look like yet, but uh, in the we'll next year or two, that's really a huge desire for the Lord Centers yeah. to step into that space. I think that's a great families. spot for you guys. Um, <clears throat> there is another question I want to ask you, but I think I'm going to wait. I want to make sure we get plenty of time in okay. for Gift of Hope. Okay. Um, so we'll see if we have time at the end for this other one. So if you just joined us, we're talking to Emily Leadham. She is the executive director of the Lord Center, getting some updates on them. And we want to talk about the Gift of Hope. So this is an annual event that is, uh, is it the biggest fundraiser? Of the Lord Center, the yeah. Lord Center? Okay. yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's done every year. Um, the uh, South Dakota Eastern, South Dakota, uh, I'm not going to say it right. The Catholic Community Catholic Foundation. Community, I can never yeah, start in South Dakota. Right. <laughs> Catholic Community Foundation with for yeah. Eastern South Dakota yep. um, does this, puts on this event for uh, the Lord Center called Gift of Hope. If you've never been to it, it's usually a concert of some sort. Yeah, there have the been a couple, couple iterations of it, but it is a concert this year, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us what, what's happening this yeah, year? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. So um, Ben Fuller mm-hmm. is uh, our artist this year. He's our he's our performer. Um, he actually ended up last year being the opening act for, um, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, yeah. And I can't remember it, either. It'll come to us in a second. <laughs> um, but he ended up being the, the opening act mm-hmm. last year and- I I just remember like listening to him do a sound check mm-hmm. and looking around like what in the heck? like where did that where come? did this guy come from <laughs> who the who the heck is this yep um he just really knocked the socks off of everybody that was there um in in part just because of his sheer talent like yeah. he's an unbelievable singer he's just yep. got kind of a I don't know like a do you listen to country music? Do you hate country I, music? I, I used to listen to it years ago, but I don't listen okay, to it Okay, so like Chris Stapleton, I don't know if that okay. name is familiar to you. Mm-hmm. I told him he was like a, he's like a Christian Chris Stapleton uh, <laughs> last year because he just got that like soulful, yes. powerful, powerful voice. But that <clears throat> mixed with just his authenticity and mm-hmm. his witness, um, re- I mean, it just was a really powerful uh, experience of for me of just encountering the love of God mm-hmm. in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I just loved him. I yeah. absolutely loved him. I follow him on Instagram now, and like yeah. he's my favorite person to follow. Well, I just and if you want any, any have a lot of fun with taste him. of what he is, I actually went to the ccfesd.org yeah. website. Yeah, I think they, they have videos. a couple of videos, yes. and I played a couple of them because I was trying to figure out if I thought my husband yeah. might enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But beautiful voice. Yes, and he's like all over life. Ninety six point five. I think he like is hit, he? Yeah, like okay. he's he's really in the last year. Um, I kind of feel like we were on the inside. I'm not going to lie. You guys gave him his boost. I mean, I don't want to take too much credit, but I feel like we, he knew us when we were still little people. You said when he was still little, you know. Uh, no, but really in the last year, it's been phenomenal. Like he's just blown up and mm-hmm. is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, is traveling all over the country and became kind of an opening act and is now a real um, a staple in the Christian music industry. Yeah. And again, I think it's part in part just his authenticity. Like he stood out and hugged every single person that waited in line uh, to talk with him after the concert last year. And there's just a way about him. I think he's disarming because of his own story uh, that people Mm -hmm. are ready to share with him Mm -hmm. their, their journey, their story. Um, uh, Yeah. And it's just powerful. Mm -hmm. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward. And he's got a great sense of humor and a laugh that just makes you laugh. So does he just sing songs? Does he like tell his story during the show? Yeah, he incorporates a lot of his own, a lot of his own uh, story related to kind of sobriety and family upbringing and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
um, and the way that God just kind of pulled him out mm-hmm. and uh, asked him to use his voice to sing for him. And he said, okay. So yeah, there's this beautiful integration throughout throughout the evening. Um, some people are kind of like, okay, is it like a stand up and like wave my are hands we waving in the our air arms around or what are we doing here? Like, yeah, if you want to, but that's not, I, I wouldn't yeah. say that that's like the the vibe. Right. Oh, it's sort of millennial you, word. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Um, but I, I wouldn't really say it's that. It's right. it's kind of whatever, wherever you're at. Like, mm-hmm. I think you'll find, I, I think you'll feel at home. Yeah. Like, again, he has this way. And listen. You'll yeah. be okay. Yeah. Good. He has this disarming way and you will be. You will be entertained Mm -hmm. and you will be moved. You will be moved. Um, And if the the whole goal, my whole desire, you know, obviously this is a fundraiser, but um, in my first two years and conversation with the Catholic Community Foundation, I just said, if people are not encountering the Lord um, at this fundraiser, then I don't want to do it. Right. You know, like who who needs it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We do. But um, (laughs) but there's just that like that primacy of of encounter. Absolutely. Yeah. So that is February 11th. Yeah. Can I tell you something yes. crazy about that? Yes. So yes. <laughs> did not realize this went through. So basically we proposed, you know, several dates pending upon artist and location and um, venue, all of that uh, finally settled on February 11th. Great. Sounds good. Went through the whole first meeting at the end of the first meeting. It might've even been the second meeting. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. February 11th. That sounds, sounds familiar. familiar. <laughs> it's the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. Of course. It's the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. Of you can't make that up. She's always looking out for you. I know. She's so good. <laughs> she's so good to us. And just the way that it came together, <clears throat> yeah. we were a little delayed in kind of being able to find the right mm-hmm. artist and a venue that would work at the same time. And um, yeah, the way that everything came together was really quite extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, she totally, she had she her hands it. all she over that. Yeah. So where do they buy tickets? What time is the performance? Can you yeah, give us all that? Yeah. So you can go to the Catholic Community Foundation for Eastern South Dakota website, yep. which is CCFESD. That's right. Org. Which is Catholic yeah. Community Foundation, Eastern South Dakota. Um, and then events. And you'll see it. It's the top one mm-hmm. listed there. Gift of Hope. And um, a major, major percentage of what we bring in from Gift of Hope this year is going really directly to building our programming, mm-hmm. directly to kind of, um, yeah, expanding our our outreach and locations and that kind of thing. And then uh, a small percentage of the funds will also go to the Gift of Hope Endowment, oh, right. which is for the long-term sustainability of the Lord's Center. Right. So we're right. really in a building phase mm-hmm. right now. So more of the funds are kind of coming to that that building. Right. Uh, the building of our operations and all of that. Um, and people can buy tickets. I think they're yeah, $35, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. that's right. So a really affordable concert ticket. Yeah. And then you can also donate at a sponsorship yes. level. And yes. that goes a huge long way and to that's support not, the Lord Center. That doesn't start out at a terror. Like it's like $60, No, I it's think. doable. Yeah. It's really it's doable. absolutely doable. Yeah. Um, February 11th, is that a Saturday? It's a Saturday, Saturday night. night. That's right. Okay. Yep, that's, okay. that's right. Good to know. Um, is there anything else? I just, I really want to encourage people to come. It's going to be so great. And they should go to the the Lord Center website too, because it's new. Why don't we just real quick mention that, please? Yeah, thelordcenter.com. And Lord's like Lord's France. Right, Um, L-O-U-R-D-E-S. That's right, Lord's France. Um, So thelordcenter.com. We have a full, fully launched new website uh, Mm -hmm. that explains a little bit more about who we are, what we do, what we offer, our services, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, check it out. It looks great. It looks like you guys. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And just fresh and kind of ready for the world. Yeah. And yeah, so if you need something from the Lord Center, you can always go there. 
Um, you can also, you can always call if you need to call the chancery or anything like that. We'll get you hooked up with them. Absolutely. It's, yep. They're just downstairs. Yep. Absolutely. So absolutely. Thank you, Emily, for coming in. I appreciate it. We got to, we got to not have you away for so long. Deal. A year is really Deal. way too long. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being here. All right. If you haven't found us already on social media, you can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and now at Rumble at SF Diocese anytime. You can also go to the uh, diocesan website at sfcatholic.org. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.